You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, May 20th, 2022. We thank you for tuning in. We thank you in advance for calling in and participating. Stay tuned. We're going to share with you this week's current prizes available when we hear you on the air. It really is very easy to participate. We'll tell you how to do that as well. Just stay tuned. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And, of course, we've got some tech news and commentary for you. And then we uh, take a call from someone that's asking about an AM-FM radio recorder, among other things. So do stay tuned. We do have some tech news for you. It seems that even though comics legend Stan Lee died back in 2018, we may not be done seeing his cameos in upcoming Marvel movies. Oh, I hope not, because what were we watching? Oh, Doctor Strange with Cameron the other day, and we all said we miss seeing Stan Lee in it. Yeah, because, of course, his cameos in the films have become as famous as the Marvel characters he created. Yep. Well, Genius Brands International and POW Entertainment have signed a 20-year deal with Marvel to bring Stan Lee back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and beyond. So uh, what can Marvel do with Stanley now? Um, it can use his name and likeness in feature films, TV productions, and theme parks and merchandising. It can use, quote, digital technologies and archival footage to imitate Lee's likeness. Uh, Lee can appear as a toy on stationery, apparel, video games, and in virtual reality. Uh, Marvel can replicate, recreate, or use recordings of Lee's voice. And while it hasn't been specifically mentioned, technically the studio can place Lee in films, much like late Star Wars uh, Carrie Fisher and Peter Cushing were digitally placed in Rogue One. Yes. Oh, that would be so cool. I mean, who would be objecting to that? Yeah. I mean, the family is no doubt having to give permission to use his likeness, but they're getting paid for it, I'm sure. Yeah, and of course, I couldn't find out how much they paid for this 20-year deal, but yeah. uh, wow. probably a lot. But again, I think the family would be very encouraged knowing that all of his fans during his lifetime were always thrilled. I know I was to go, oh, there he is, you know, in the middle of a movie, whatever, any number of the Marvel movies, he would play various and sundry little quick cameo characters. Yeah, and I think it was Captain Marvel that came out like 2019 was the last cameo that he did before he died. Oh, wow. I mean, he was already, you know, he already passed away before the movie came out, but he yeah. recorded it before, but. That's pretty wild. So I hope they can pull that off. I think that would be awesome. How would you like to cheat on your cable company? Well, I don't have a cable company yeah, anymore. I, well, that's true. <laughs> but most large cable companies enjoy certain advantages because it's expensive to dig up the ground and lay coaxial cable or fiber. There's usually only room for so many cable companies in any given market, oftentimes one, a monopoly. Sometimes there's only one. Well, Motley Fool says that with the advent of 5G, things could change because T-Mobile is offering several perks to nudge people into trying their 5G broadband. Now, these various perks include things like test driving T-Mobile's wireless broadband for 15 days for free 
while still keeping your old provider. If customers do switch and there are termination fees, T-Mobile says they'll reimburse those fees up to $500. They really want your business. Price lock is another one. Customers get $50 broadband, including all taxes and fees, which is typical of T-Mobile pricing, with no price hikes ever, as long as they retain the service. That's a pretty bold thing for any company to do. No price hike ever. And they're also offering $50 off any streaming service, including Chromecast, Amazon Fire TV, or Roku. So half price on any of those and other streaming services. And 50% off YouTube TV for one year if customers also have Magenta Max, supplementing the existing Netflix on Us promotion, as well as free Paramount Plus for a year. It's like, holy cow, what are they not giving? The kitchen sink? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I want to give them my business. I don't. Verizon, but neither one of them will fire up in my area yet. Well, they need to do that. The, because o- the only perk that they, they need to offer me is getting me away from my Comcast. Well, that's perk enough. <laughs> yeah. But imagine, though, if it's T-Mobile, and I'm sure Verizon's going to match what they're doing one way or another, different things, whatever, just different incentives. But that's a lot of incentive perks to nudge you to trying their 5g service Mm -hmm. and a lot of folks now are are clamoring especially you for years now you've been talking ever since they said one day we'll have this wireless internet 5g but whoa that'd be nice and they're teasing you because they've got it in various places i don't know if they have any in south florida yet you should look into that put in different zip codes and see if you have to move Uh, but I know you're desperate to get out of Comcast. And I know each each of them, you know, the T-Mobile and Verizon, I believe, give you a discount if you also have phone service with them. So I've even said, yeah. if Verizon gets in my area first, I'll sign up with them and I'll switch my phone service. But you'll probably pay a lot more for the phone service. Oh, well, the T-Mobile service doesn't work very well where I am anyway. Well, that's true. If you have no service, you tried to call me the other day and route to the studio from home. And he broke up something fierce. I, I have no clue what you're trying to say. Well, it's because the town I live in, the entire town, probably 80% of the town is a dead zone for a, for T-Mobile 4G. That's Miami Lakes, Florida. Yeah. Uh, oh, my smartwatch is going off. I have to I have to leave the studio. It's just time to get moving. Oh. Do I hit not now or do I do it? Oh, too late. I must have tapped not now. It yeah. went away. Speaking of uh, cell phone service, Boost Mobile will now let you pay part of your phone bill with blockchain-backed Boost coins earned through watching ads and playing games. In a press release, the carrier says you can get Boost coins by downloading the new Boost One app mm-hmm. and then interacting with the games, ads, and Boost Mobile's partners from within the app. But don't get too excited yet. One Boost coin equals just one cent. In other words, you'll likely have to dedicate a lot of time to the app if you want to see any significant savings. Oh, my God. Boost coins are worth a penny. Yeah. Great. Uh, Watching an ad that lasts several seconds will earn you two boost coins. There's also a Wheel of Fortune-style spin and win game that rewards players with anywhere from $0.05 to $5 in a single spin. Now, it's unclear whether there are limitations on how many games you can play per day as well as how many ads you can watch. But you have to be on Boost Mobile. Yes. Well, who would want to do that? I don't know. Remember, Boost Mobile and all those others are all using one of the three, or in some cases more than one of the three, cellular providers, which are AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. That's it. So Boost and everybody else, you know, Consumer Cellular, and what are some of the others that that you can think of off the top of your head? Uh, All the others. All the others. Yeah. (laughs) Track Uh, Phone. Track Phone, exactly. All those are using 
some of the three main carriers anyway. Now, if they're offering you considerably less price, but not cutting your service. But here's the thing to think about. When other sub-carriers, if you will, are using main carriers, they don't get priority. You have to know this. So that track phone and boost mobile, is you're not being boosted. You're not getting online as quickly as you need to. You're not getting good bandwidth. I mean, you're just not because the three big companies want to hold that for their customers. Yeah, you got to think of it as, you know, getting on an airplane and you have first class and you got coach. The main customer, the main carrier's customers, they're first class. Okay. The little sub-carriers, yeah, you're the coach passengers. They don't really care. You get no leg room, no free drinks, True. nothing. You may even be in cargo hold. Yeah. <laughs> so use that analogy. There you go. A little something for you there. Apple is delaying moving forward on its hybrid return to work for office employees. Oh, God. Was saying, it really? Are they caving? Saying in a memo that, quote, we are extending the phase-in period of the pilot and maintaining two days a week in the office for the time being. Oh, God. Employees who are in the current two-day-per-week pilot will have the option to once again work fully remote if they feel uncomfortable coming into the office. Oh. That basically tells the employees, yeah, just tell us you're uncomfortable and you don't have to come in at all. Yeah, of course. Um, in the memo, the company's COVID-19 response team says that its updates are based on monitoring local info like test positivity and hospitalization rates. The memo also asks employees to go back to wearing masks when in common areas like meeting rooms, hallways, and elevators. Oh, well, there's reason enough to say I don't want to go in. (laughs) But to which I say, Apple needs to do like Netflix. If you don't like what we do or what we're doing, find another job. Yeah, I like that. I got to give, you know, I've been slamming Reed Hastings, right? That's their CEO. Yeah. Used to be on our show all the time when they were young and growing and we helped them grow. Now he doesn't. Into who? Yeah. But the point is, I got to give a little credit to Reed Hastings and the management team at <laughs> Netflix because they're saying, hey, if you don't agree with, oh, I don't know, Dave Chappelle and his comedy routine, don't don't watch it. Don't deal with it. But if you have to be one of the editors and you want to fight that you don't agree with someone and you don't want to edit, you know, a, a documentary or something, then get another job. That's pretty much what he's telling these people, right? Yeah. So yeah. Apple needs to take a little lesson from Netflix. Yeah, these no people that they were saying we're going to require you to come back to work three days a week. I don't wanna. Okay, how about two days a week? It's like who's the boss here? Uh-huh. You know, is is Apple the one running the show or are your employees, you know, the the insane asylum people running the show? Yeah. Gosh. So we'll see. NASA's Mars InSight lander that we talked about on the show last week will soon no longer be able to send back data and images that scientists can analyze to better understand the red planet. Uh It's been gradually losing power for a while now as dust continues to accumulate on its solar panels. The darker skies expected in the next few months, also due to having more dust in the air, won't be doing it any favors either. InSight solar panels used to be able to generate about 5,000 watt-hours of energy each Martian day, which is enough to power an electric oven for an hour and 40 minutes. These days, it can only produce roughly 10% of that power. The space agency believes the lander will no longer be able to sustain its seismometer by the end of the summer, putting an end to its science activities. Well, what, now how come no rocket scientists thought about that? I don't Everybody know. knew there were dust storms on Mars. And at some point, you figure maybe somebody would have said, hey, tell you what, let's add a little fan or a wiper or something to clear the dust off the solar panels. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm trying to get solar panels on my house, and one of the requirements in the contract was that I had to maintain them by turning on a garden hose periodically to just wash them off from, I guess, bird poop or something. I mean, they thought about that, and they're not yeah. on Mars. Maybe they should be. Huh? Yeah, probably. But why didn't they think of that? Or what maybe they, they, what are they rocket scientists? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's the first mistake. The, speaking of which, the fast trajectory of diverse mobile gamers and platform ad engagement has given rise to the G Shopper. That's a new type of tech savvy consumer who favors games over social media apps and is likely to engage with ads in a brand safe environment. Adweek says that brands tapping into mobile games can benefit from minimal competition, high visibility, and various formats. And we've talked about this on and off, about how games are just sort of embedding ads more and more these days. It might just be, you know, a a can of soda on a table or, you know, a coffee mug with a, a logo on it or any number of things. But a billboard, if it's a an outside game or a, a Grand Theft Auto or something, you might pass a billboard with an actual ad on it. So companies are getting more and more into it. But G shoppers now, the new type of tech-savvy consumer. Interesting. Yeah. Are you a G shopper? No. Oh, okay. Me no. either. The Walt Disney Company announced two months ago that it would be offering an ad-supported tier on its Disney Plus service. While questions remain about the plan, such as pricing and launch date, we now know that they're trying to keep the number of ads to a minimum. The Wall Street Journal reported that Disney Plus promises to limit total ad load to an average of four minutes of commercials an hour. Also, they said preschool programming will not have any commercials whatsoever. Uh, Disney confirmed this and added that the lighter ad load and no commercials for preschool content will be the plan for initial launch. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. Now, what bothers me, though, is they said that it will be the plan for initial launch, which yeah. leaves it up to them changing that and say, oh, you know, plans change. <laughs> they do, in fact, quite often, especially with Disney. Yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, that kind of happens. Sheesh. Uh, The industry is reducing electric vehicle battery production costs and is working on extending EV range and cutting recharge time, according to many forecasters. Lithium-ion batteries are the industry's standard for EVs, but alternative technologies like nickel metal hydride are in development. And we wish them well, and I hope they don't blow up as easily as the lithium ions do. About the wasn't it the nickel metal hydride batteries in the old cell phones that you had to run down before you charge them? Or I believe so. Yeah. You had to kind of use most of it, otherwise they would build develop a memory. Yeah, because I remember my, uh, when I had that first brick phone, it always had the, the the battery cycle mode that you had to put it in before you charge the battery. Yes, where the phone just sat there on the on the table running the battery down. <laughs> and of course, new phones not the case, yeah. so that's not an issue. But yeah, and it's weird because this is. Older technology trying to be used as newer technology in electric vehicles. Maybe it's going to work. Maybe. they still got to develop better and bigger batteries, though. So you might want to look into that industry. Dennis in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, downloads our free Into Tomorrow podcast. By the way, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Several years ago, you turned me on to a small uh, AM, FM radio recorder to made by C-Crane. It was a CC witness. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've fallen in love with it, and I've destroyed the one that I have. But uh, C-Crane no longer makes those. I was wondering if you knew of any other manufacturer that had something similar. 
I've become emotionally attached to the thing now, and it's not available anymore. Any help that you could give me, I'd appreciate. Well, we can understand how you'd be emotionally attached to your radio, because we're radio people, of course. But Dennis, AM-FM radio recorders have pretty much, unfortunately, died out. Between podcasts and streaming audio giants, there hasn't been a great deal of demand for a recorder lately. Now, having said that, there may still be one niche type of device that can help you. Yeah, a few regular listeners record AM or FM radio these days, but shortwave band enthusiasts still want to record that broadcast from Japan or Australia that they were able to pick up with their homemade antennas. Now, that means that some, but definitely not all, shortwave radio receivers still include a recording feature. The quality will vary, and we really need to stress that it's uh, still the minority of shortwave radios that include this, so check carefully. But that might be the way to go if you want to retain that functionality. Yeah, Dennis, we wish you well, but stay tuned because our listeners are the best in the world, and maybe somebody has one that they're willing to sell you inexpensively. Uh, Stay tuned, and we'll try to make that connection all the way into tomorrow. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at We really love getting more app calls, so please let us hear you on the show. Now, here's Dave. Thank you, Cameron. I love it, boy. He's he's just born for radio. Yeah. He's older now, though. He doesn't like us to play his really, really old things, like, you know. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. I, that's my favorite, even though he hates it when we play it, because he was so young then. Yeah, true. I told him one day we're going to play it at his wedding. Oh, <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Hi there. Yeah. Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. How about this one? With that Dave one, too. Graveline. I'm Cameron Graveline. And Chris Graveline <laughs> in the studio. And a Russ Mullen ratio in the control room. Now here's Dave. <laughs> you got to love it. I mean, come on. He's so good at it. Yeah. But then again, he's 10 now, so we have to respect that. Healthcare moving into the home, but that means that you have to keep closer track of patients with serious conditions. One company has a hands-off solution. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by MarPay, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. 
The pandemic accelerated the trend of taking healthcare out of the clinical settings of hospitals and doctor's offices and moving it into the home. Telehealth services and remote patient monitoring have become commonplace for many patients. But keeping track of patients with acute conditions requires a higher standard of performance without using equipment that is inconvenient or intrusive for the patient. Our company has created a sophisticated biosensor system specifically for congestive heart failure patients. The tabletop device does not need to be in physical contact with the patient, but uses infrared light instead to take measurements. The system can detect changes in a patient's lung congestion with 91% accuracy. This means that the system can detect when a patient's condition is deteriorating so that treatment can begin sooner, avoiding an ambulance ride and an expensive readmission to the hospital. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. Very cool. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute is brought to you by MarPay, powering employer health plans with AI intended to lower costs. Visit marpaihealth.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Welcome back to the program. Our 27th year now on the air, covering the latest in consumer technology and all sorts of technology in general, available today and into tomorrow. We thank you for joining us. Thank you even more when you participate on the program. So please consider joining us anytime, 24-7 at your convenience. So many easy ways to join us. You can use your phone if you actually still use your phone as a phone. Go figure. 800-899-INTO. You can use the free Into Tomorrow app and message the studio. Or you can visit us at intotomorrow.com and just mash that Ask Dave button. That's on the lower right of your browser on anything with a browser and a microphone and join us that way. The birth of a child is a joyous occasion for an entire family, obviously. For the families of the more than 150,000 American babies, however, born with a birth defect each year, it also brings fear and uncertainty. 
Our next guest is a pioneering fetal surgeon specializing in treating these babies' unique needs, including surgical procedures when they are still in the womb. You talk about technology taking care of us into tomorrow. That's exactly what the Surgeon-in-Chief for Children's Hospital of Philadelphia is doing, Dr. Scott Adzik. Dr. Scott, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm very well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. We're glad to have you with us, and kudos right out of the box for the things that you do to save so many babies, and I think it's fascinating. And You're no doubt also saving the mothers, and this is where the surgical technology from Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and others around the country and hopefully around the world are advancing dramatically. Uh, is that a fair statement? I, I think think it is. Uh, we've had our ours center, one of the first in the world since 1995. So we're, we're, we're sort of on, on the air for 27 years, just like you. Wow, very good. And congrats for that. Because And the kinds of changes that you've seen in those 27 years, uh, I, I would imagine from kind of basic in-womb surgeries, what were the first things you were able to accomplish versus what you're doing these days? Well, it's, it's, it's probably good to give some perspective about birth defects, which are either anatomic, structural, or genetic, um, and they're common. One in every 33 babies is born with a birth defect. Oh, wow. Amazing. Wow. They're, they're costly. Billions of dollars are required for medical treatment. They're merciless. Think about this. No parent is immune. They're mysterious. Most causes of birth defects are unknown, although we can diagnose just about everything now uh, before birth with uh, modern technology. Mm-hmm. Birth defects are overlooked. Uh, research, in my view, is underfunded, and they're deadly. The, they're the leading cause of infant mortality, birth defects. Wow. So, so again- what, what do we treat before uh, birth? Um, well, the two, there are a variety of things that we uh, treat and do surgical repair of spina bifida and, and other birth defects uh, in the womb that are cause progressive organ damage before birth and are life-threatening or devastating. We place fetal shunts to treat life-threatening congenital conditions. We perform minimally invasive procedures using fetoscopy in the mother's uterus to treat complications, particularly in uh, fetal Twins. I, I might talk about that uh, a bit, if I may. Sure. Twin-twin transfusion syndrome is known as TTTS for short. It's a condition uh, identical twins, each in their own amniotic sac inside the uterus, as opposed to uh, babies and twins that have their own placenta, which is a disc uh, vascular connection with the umbilical cord between the fetus and the mother. Babies, identical twins with twin-twin transfusion syndrome, have only one shared placenta, such that there are abnormal blood vessels going from one side to the the other, and one twin gets too much blood from the mother, goes into a congestive heart failure, and develops an abundance of amniotic fluid. The other twin doesn't get enough blood, goes into kidney failure, and becomes stuck in the amniotic membranes. And these twins will go on to die unless we do something. That something is to do fetoscopic laser photocoagulation. So what does that involve? Well, it involves taking a two to three millimeter in diameter fetoscope, placing that through a small nick in the mother's abdomen under local anesthesia, advancing the fetoscope into the uterus across the uterine wall to visualize that placenta, and then using a laser fiber to occlude or photocoagulate those culprit blood vessels. And 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 the results are astonishing in most cases both twins 
can be saved. That's awesome. And no doubt these that's one of the many conditions that are helped by having surgery while the baby is still in the womb. And, and I know certain things, of course, you can deal with after birth, but if you can nip some things in the bud, so to speak, uh, beforehand, it does make a big difference based on the condition, does it not? Beyond a doubt. So to put it in perspective, though, uh, so since... Um 1995, 27 years, we've had over 27,000 referrals of mothers carrying babies with birth defects. They've come from all 50 states, more than 70 countries uh, internationally. Mm. So this past year, about 2,000 referrals, but only about 10% of the mothers and babies require an operation before birth. Most can be uh, followed um, during the pregnancy, have planned delivery if indicated in our special delivery units here at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and then have all the technology for diagnosis and treatment uh, after birth. So that would be babies with prenatally diagnosed, for example, congenital heart disease. The advantage of the special delivery unit at CHOP uh, is that uh, the, it, it provides care for mothers who undergo fetal surgery for those who require uh, treatment of the baby during the delivery or immediately after the delivery and keeps the um, mother and baby and family together and brings all the expertise that the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia has to, to bear on those children and on those mothers. And obviously, when you started 27 years ago, fetal surgery was obviously very rare. Has it become considerably less rare and because of your successes, much more effective these days? Yeah, I I agree with that. Of approximately 5,000 fetal surgeries that are done, that have been done worldwide, we've done about a quarter of them here at CHOP, more than any other hospital. Um, uh, we've trained um, many people who now lead fetal surgery programs elsewhere. For example, we established the North American Fetal uh, uh, the North American Fetal Therapy Network, known as NAFNET, which is now 36 centers in North America that that do fetal diagnosis and treatment. And we share learnings and registries and data. And we've also trained teams uh, in, in Asia, including in Japan in Europe, including in London, in Leuven, Belgium, Zurich, Switzerland, Poland, and things are just getting more, much more widespread as they become established. It's got to warm the cockles of your heart, doctor, to know that it is becoming more widespread and the successes are far more than maybe even you anticipated by this time. Yeah, it, it's hard to predict the uh, future, of course, but in cold Philadelphia to, today, where it's about 25 degrees, the, the cockles of my heart are toasty warm. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, I, I think it's a, a good analogy. Let's talk for a moment about the long-term outcome for babies who undergo fetal surgery. Is this, uh, of course, also improving, I'm guessing, and it really helps to prove that whatever you did in the womb made all the difference in the world for that baby? Yeah, we and others, for all the conditions we treat before birth, uh, through publications, we report our outcomes, and things just get uh, better and better. For life-threatening conditions, uh, the operations are usually successful, and if the mother stays pregnant long long enough, you're going to have a good kid. Yeah. For devastating birth defects that that limit function, like spina bifida, our outcomes are are very, very good, but Fetal surgery for spina bifida is not a cure. It's just uh, to uh, mitigate the damaging effects 
uh, before birth that occur. Gotcha. And what do you think is the future for fetal surgery? Where are we headed into tomorrow? And what are you unable to do now that you're looking forward to being able to accomplish? Well, I think things are, first of all, going to become much more widespread as, as they are now. But there are three areas that are in the sort of the fetal therapy program, uh, uh, the, the fetal therapy category, not e- e- even necessarily in operation per se. Uh. But the, these three areas are very exciting. The first is in utero transplantation of adult blood self-forming stem cells to babies with prenatally diagnosed blood disorders such as sickle cell anemia, the concept being early diagnosis by 8 to 10 weeks, transfusion of those cells to the pre-immune fetus at 12 to 14 weeks gestation, and they take over the missing function that the baby has. So that could potentially be a cure for sickle cell anemia. Dr. Alan Flake and Dr. William Pronto, two pediatric surgical scientists here at CHOP, are pushing that forward after, in Dr. Flake's case, more than three decades of research, and we hope to have a clinical trial in the next year or so. Second area, led by Dr. William Pronto, is in utero gene editing using CRISPR technology to potentially treat single gene disorders that can be diagnosed before birth, such as cystic fibrosis. So, wow. proof of principle in fetal animal models, we're not ready for clinical prime time yet, but that could affect thousands and thousands of babies before birth with cures before birth if it's proven to be safe and efficacious. Third area, Dr. Alan Flake and his team are working on the artificial womb, a way to support babies who are born much too early, 23, 24, 25 weeks gestation, where term is 40 weeks. Those babies uh, have um, low survival rates, and those who, who do survive have high complication rates. Work done in fetal sheep of comparable size have shown that the artificial womb will support those fetal lambs for four to five weeks with normal growth and development. So that's the concept to treat very, very premature babies with the artificial womb and let them grow and develop until a time where complication rates are much lower and mortality risk is much, much lower. Wow. So there are some great things to look forward to in addition to the continued good work that you and your team do. And we wish you well. You are fascinating to talk with. And I appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time. Uh, Dr. Scott Adzik is the surgeon in chief at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Thus, you heard him reference CHOP a few times. Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, fetalsurgery.chop. Edu. And, of course, we'll get you there, too, when you visit us. Doctor, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. Keep up the good work, and kudos to you guys. Thank you. My pleasure. It's our pleasure as well. Again, Dr. Scott Adzik, Surgeon-in-Chief, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. We'll link you there. You can visit fetalsurgery.chop.edu. Hit us up at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the ease. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. (laughs) 
for the latest tech news and, of course, our free podcast, you can be sure to tap the Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow. Welcome back to the program. I'm Dave Graveline. And I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit dexcom.com for more. Now, if you'd like any of the following particular prizes that we're about to mention, no pri- no promises, no guarantees, got to get that legal stuff out of the way, but do tell us when you call in. And we're going to tell you how to call in very easy, three different ways that make it easy for you to be heard on the air. We'll do our best to get at least one of those items to you. For example... From Carlock, we've got their advanced real-time car tracker and alert system. Oh, very cool. From Infinicore, the Wally Grip detachable wallet grip and stand for your smartphone. We've got uh, the Reflex 5S foot and calf massagers from Human Touch. I think there's only one of those left, so hurry if you want in on that. From Love Handles, we've got my love handles. They're actually custom into tomorrow smartphone grips. And because they're small cool, cute little items, you can still ask for more than just that. But if you ask for Dave's love handles, I will personally make sure you get some. You could also ask for uh, from CenterCam, their tiny middle screen webcam with eye-to-eye technology. Oh, that's very cool. We did their interview, I think, last week or so, two weeks ago. Last week or the week before. It's it's all a blur. (laughs) But not a camera out of focus blur. So you might ask for CenterCam. Do check out that interview on video at intotomorrow.com if you should have missed it, because I think you'd like it. Now, let's say someone wants to participate, and I said there's three easy ways to be heard on the air. How might that happen? You could use the free Into Tomorrow app, because there's a message to studio button that'll allow you to send a question or a comment or help or anything. For, you know, here. A- anything? All right. Yeah, anything. Uh, you can do a similar thing on our site at intotomorrow.com. Click that Ask Dave microphone. Just be sure to tell us where you're participating from and how you hear the show. Preferably, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. that's if you use the Ask Dave mic on any device with a browser and a microphone. Yes. Okay. Or you could uh, actually pick up the phone and dial the digits. 800-899-4686, which is 800-899-INTO. Them are our digits. Them are. Okay. That's one way to participate that we mentioned three different ways. Yes. Easy to do. So pick one or two or all three and participate. Yeah, but you might only win one prize, but you yeah. can participate all three different ways. Exactly. Maybe with three different questions or help for other listeners or some tech rage or whatever the case We just want to hear you on the air because your calls make the show. Now, do you receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter? Yes. Uh, You have to. Condition of employment. I thought you were asking me. No, no, no. I'm asking our audience. If you do not yet receive our once-a-week tech newsletter, please visit us at intotomorrow.com at your leisure. No rush. Whenever you can. And a little box pops up, even on your phone, if you're visiting us that way. Asking only for your email address. We don't spam you. We do not share your email address with anyone. But we want your email address. And then watch for a subsequent email that confirms it's a double opt-in thing because we don't spam anybody. And you click that link and voila. You'll be subscribed now to the free once-a-week tech newsletter. That's easy to unsubscribe, though no one ever does, thankfully. And we send it to you every Thursday night Eastern Time. Yeah. And where do you sign up? At intotomorrow.com. Email address in that box. A little box that pops up. If the internet gods are with us. 
Okay. At intotomorrow.com. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. thrilled that you've tuned into tomorrow even more thrilled we really get the warm fuzzies when we hear you on the air so don't hesitate to call in and win stuff i'm dave graveline i'm chris graveline this portion of into tomorrow brought to you in part by blueberry podcasting if you want to become a podcaster blueberry podcasting makes it easy to publish analyze and grow your show visit blubrry Peter in San Francisco listens on TuneIn and is participating with the Ask Dave button. Thank you, sir, at intotomorrow.com. I'm having a new computer built, and the builder suggests that he clone my existing boot drive over to the new computer so that uh, I can just turn the new computer on and I'll be ready to go. I haven't really heard of that before. Is that something that you would suggest? Thank you very much. Appreciate your radio program. I listen to it all the time. Well, thank you, Peter. We appreciate the kind words and, of course, listening. If you want to keep your same files and settings, then yes, it's a very useful thing to do. Basically, you'd be turning on a new computer with new hardware that would look like the old one and have all the files and most of the software that the old one did. That means that there would be next to no setup for you after you get the new machine. Everything would already be ready for use and set up like you had before. Now, obviously, if you'd prefer to take this as an opportunity to clean up your digital life and get rid of old junk, uh, then that option isn't for you, and you might benefit from starting out with a clean slate. But most people prefer to not have to bother moving all of their files and software manually if they can help it. Uh, so generally speaking, yeah, it's something we'd suggest taking them up on. You know, And I'm with you, Peter. I mean, nobody likes to take that time to do all that. Everybody loves the fact that you got a new machine faster and more exciting and, you know, all the good things, all the positive things. But I've always had a problem with, no, no, let's not upgrade mine. Let's upgrade somebody else, even though I need it. And I need more RAM and I'm maxed out and all the above. But like you said, take the opportunity to clean out your digital life. That might be the way to go. Yeah. But with you, you know, you lose so much productivity with that slow machine. You should just Take the time and transfer uh, to the machine. But then what do I do with the productivity that I've lost taking the time to transfer everything? It'll, you'll make up for it with the productivity you'll then have with the new machine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's check it out at intotomorrow.com.